SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. A few years ago, the United Kingdom appointed a minister of loneliness to help people who are suffering with mental health issues or just feeling like, hey, going through a season of depression or maybe just dealing with anxiety or maybe it was something more clinical. Now, earlier this year, Japan also did a similar thing in appointing a minister of loneliness. We're talking about how we deal with that, how we can beat that. Is there a path out of that? We're talking with board-certified counselor Dr. Mark Mayfield today at Us Radio. Radio. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Loneliness has always been an issue. I know the pandemic added a whole other layer of that, and we're coming out of it. We're trying to look towards hope for the future, but a lot of things in our life have just changed, haven't they? They have. I mean, we have become increasingly disconnected due to social media screen times. I think just the ability to hold relational connection via conversation face-to-face has become something of uh, an anomaly, I think. It's so interesting how governments have put together departments to deal with loneliness. Why do you think that is? Well, I think they're at a loss in a lot of ways. And I think they have some understanding of the fact that a lot of the issues that their countries are facing are due to relational disconnection. And so I'm pretty fascinated by it. Instead of creating like a mental health task force, They're putting together a minister of loneliness, which I think encompasses a lot more than just mental health. And so fascinating. I'm kind of I've been watching what's going on in England. I've been watching Japan. And it's just interesting to see how they're attacking the opioid crisis, how they're attacking mental health crises from a different framework. So when we typically think about loneliness, we're just coming from a place just saying, I feel disconnected. I don't feel like I have a lot of friends. Maybe I'm not connecting deeper on a level with people that goes beyond just like the small talk and the surface level thing. And then we also have like our spiritual connection. Where do you see the starting place to talk about like dealing with loneliness for what it is? Well, I think we need to have a good definition for it. But I talk about the idea that loneliness is this state of being unseen or unnoticed relationally, mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. And it's driven by a lack of purpose or meaning, relationship and identity. And it's really marked by a deep sense of hopelessness. And I think we've got to talk about it from that perspective that we are not being seen or noticed from who we are and who we're created to be. And I think a lot of times, whether intentionally or unintentionally, we're overlooked by those around us. We're talking with Dr. Mark Mayfield today at SWS Radio. We're talking about the path out of loneliness. And Mark, you run a counseling center in Colorado. and You have degrees from Colorado Christian University and Denver Seminary and Walden University. So a lot of different background in the educational space. But you have a personal experience with that horrible feeling of loneliness. You know, you know what it's like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's driven me to do what, you know, what I've been doing. I think God always takes some of our struggles and, and guides us towards wholeness and then purpose. And so when I was younger, I, my middle school years attempted suicide because of being bullied and abused by people at school and just being overlooked, struggled with depression and anxiety. And part of my own story is just finding ways to come out of that through a counselor, through youth ministry, through my parents and uh, really desire to really help others find that path themselves and help them walk out of it. Now, Mark, in your book, you talk a little bit about the heartbreaking scenes that we see in the news when there's shootings and things like that. But you also talk about how sometimes there's mental health issues that relate towards addiction and self-injury actually also come from loneliness. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of times, especially in our society and our culture, and I'm, I'm talking about like just the United States culture, we tend to silo ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, we look at if we're taking care of our body well, then we should be okay. Or we're taking care of our mind, everything else, should, everything's connected. And so a lot of times we wonder why maybe somebody's struggling with addiction or struggling with self-injury. And we take a step back and look at their relational health, their emotional health, and that's really what's suffering. And so they're trying to express themselves. They're trying to engage in some form of relief or numbing out, and this is their choice. And instead, we need to kind of come around it and come about it through helping them find those relational connections. We're talking with Dr. Mark Mayfield today at SWIS Radio, and we're talking about wrestling through and finding hope from loneliness. In those seasons where maybe you feel disconnected, maybe you feel a little bit depressed or anxious, but Dr. Mayfield, do you find that loneliness is more correlated to actually being alone, or is it more correlated to a feeling that no one really cares about you deeply? Yeah, I think that's where we get kind of caught in our head. I've talked to a lot of people saying, well, I'm not lonely. I've got a lot of people around me. And I think one of the things that we need to understand is that we can be lonely in a crowd or lonely in a marriage or lonely in a family. And and like you said, it's a, a lot of it is because of just really not being seen, valued, known, and loved for the person that we are and who we are in that moment, often overlooked. And I think in some ways we can all relate to that. You know, I think you alluded to something there, too, is that we get confused with, I think, some of the definitions that loneliness and isolation are two different things. Isolation is the absence of people. Loneliness can be in the midst of people and still feeling unnoticed and unseen. Now, the church likes to talk a lot about married couples with young kids, but stats show that a good chunk of our community isn't really in that space. Mark, speak to people who are single. Those who are just feeling alone or they don't have like a loved one that they really feel the deep connection with when they see so many friends and family that are married, what comfort can you share in that space? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think it's shifting our paradigm a little bit because I think the true antithesis of loneliness is identity, it's hope, and it's purpose. And identity is really answering the question, who am I? Not who am I, but whose am I? And we come back to the truth of the scripture, the promises in scripture that that we are sons and daughters of God, and really leaning into those truths and identifying whose we are. Once we have that framework, or at least you know a direction, that definitely inspires hope in us. But then out of that comes our purpose. And I think I've met a lot of those individuals that are single that actually have more confidence in whose they are, who they are, and their purpose than sometimes I, I see in married people and married couples. And so I think it's, again, shifting our language and shifting our paradigm around. A lot of times we can be the least lonely and still be single. We're talking about the path out of loneliness with Dr. Mark Mayfield today at SWIS Radio. And in your book, you share some research that found that teen suicide has reached almost epidemic proportions in our country. How do you see loneliness and isolation contributing towards that? A lack of connection. So I, I kind of developed this idea that a lack of connection can lead to loneliness And then if gone unattended to, loneliness can lead to isolation, and then isolation leads to death. And I'm not just talking about physical death, right? Like, that was the lie in Genesis, is that Satan got Adam and Eve to think about the physical death of things and never thought about the emotional, spiritual, or separation of relationship. And that's, I think, what we're finding in these kids that are struggling with suicide, is that they have gone from disconnection 
to loneliness, to isolation. And now they're struggling with these thoughts and these, this mindset of death. And it all comes back to who is in our life that is, that is truly seeing us. This is where I really champion parents to spend time seeing their kids on their level, doing what their kids love and what their kids like and giving them an opportunity to, to converse around. And then social media, screen time, you know, the average teenager spends between 10 to 12 hours behind a screen every day. And that doesn't meet the need of connection like it, we need it to do. So what are some of the best ways to help our spouse truly see us? I think we take that for granted sometimes. We do. I think it's, I wish it was a two plus two equals four formula. You know, it's not, I think it's definitely uniquely associated with the personalities of your marriage, the personalities, types, uh, histories, and backgrounds. But I think it's really just like I said, with about our kids, it's spending time with your spouse, doing what they love on their level, giving them an opportunity to talk and to emote and to complain and to struggle without trying to fix them and give them advice, but just to really create a space of understanding and of non-judgment. And I think all of us need that, just a place to vent in some ways, or to lament, or to complain, or to wrestle without needing to be a project or a a broken piece of equipment that needs to be fixed. Lament's an interesting discipline that we don't talk a whole lot about in academic circles or in church anymore, huh? But there's something to that. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. I think it's rewiring our brain to be different and to engage in, in this conversation differently. And it causes us to not be so distracted and to slow down. We're talking with Dr. Mark Mayfield today at SWS Radio. We're talking about the path out of loneliness. I mean, when we think about like habits and practices that will help us move from isolation to connection, Mark, you talk a lot about that in your new book. Could you explain a little bit about how we can start implementing some of that? The big piece is it starts with us. I think a lot of times those of us that are desiring to help others, we want to just get in the midst of it, get in the messiness of it, get out there and and really engage those in around us with helping them walk out of loneliness. But I think we have to understand that it starts with us. And, and what I mean by that is that we have to take stock of where we are in our own relationships and our own struggle with loneliness. And we've got to be vulnerable. And so I think the question that I always challenge my clients with is, how are you doing? And that's a very vulnerable question. And I think that's the, the first practical step is asking yourself how you're doing. Be vulnerable write things down, engage in that conversation, that narrative with yourself. But then are you teachable? Meaning, are you willing to take some correction? Are you willing to grow in this, whether it be through scripture, through a counselor, through a pastor, through a friend, engage in changing that perspective and that mindset in your own life before you can engage others in their own journey out. We're talking with Dr. Mark Mayfield today at SWS Radio. He has a new book. It's called The Path Out of Loneliness. And a part of that is not just finding that connection, but fostering that. I mean, it's mm, interesting because yep. there's the part we think about what I've got to do on my own strength. How do I pull myself out of this? But there's also that God component that academic circles don't even consider sometimes. But that's an important part of the whole self. It is, absolutely. And that, I think, goes back to what I was stating earlier, is that we tend to silo ourselves, that really we need to look at it from an interconnected standpoint. I think sometimes I like looking at the mind-body-spirit connection in, in relation to the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, you know, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are unique and distinct individuals, and yet they're one and the same. And I think our mind-body-spirit, how we engage that, needs to be three distinct parts, but making up the whole. 
And part of that is that relational connection. You know, I mean, one study shows that our brain does not reach its fullest potential unless it's in a safe relationship with somebody else and safe connection with somebody else. And I, I think we don't think about that very often or let it sink in, especially in our current culture. Can we be real for a second? I'm Scott on Swiss Radio. We're talking with Dr. Mark Mayfield, and he's a counselor and actually has done a lot of research on loneliness. And a lot of times when we're in church community and we've got the Holy Spirit inside of us. We're thinking, I'm growing in my faith, but I should have a deeper connection with God and with people. And Why do you still feel so lonely? You want to have like a better connection with it, but you don't always feel that way. Well, absolutely. And I think that's, I love coming back to scripture and looking at the stories of, you know, Elijah and Paul and Barnabas and Timothy and others that were just sold out to the Lord. And yet they struggled too, you know, and a lot of what they struggled with was being seen and known. Like, you know, the, my favorite story is Elijah after Mount Carmel getting chased by Jezebel and he wanting to die in the desert. Like God just showed up in a major, major, major way. And he's like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I love God's response. He doesn't chastise him or judge him. He goes, okay, take a nap, eat some food, and then we'll talk. And I love that. Like, and I think we need people in our life that just don't foster the, the craziness, but also will just sit with us and go, okay, take a nap, have some food, let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk. We're hanging out with Dr. Mark Mayfield today at SWIS Radio, and his new book's called The Path Out of Loneliness. It's out now. Thank you so much for your time today, Mark. Yeah, I appreciate it, Scott. Thank you so much. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion and want to help the podcast grow, you can make a $10 donation through SOSradio.net or inside the SOS Radio app. Thanks for your generosity. It helps us experiment with new things and keep the discussions fresh.